the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My Daily Hope Ministries. Here's Pastor Rick Warren. The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 8. You are familiar with the generosity of Jesus Christ. Rich as he was, he gave it all away for us in one stroke. He became poor that we might become rich. You can spell grace, G-R-A-C-E, as God's riches at Christ's expense. That's what grace is. Pastor Rick Warren says that none of us will ever be able to earn our way into heaven and that everything that needs to be done has already been done. Jesus did everything. Eternal life is a free gift. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Today we continue with an in-depth look at the various aspects of this often misunderstood subject in a series called Good News About Grace. In just a few moments, we're going to tell you about how you can get a copy of Kay Warren's devotional book called Choose Joy. So stay with us. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word daily to 99000 while you listen to today's broadcast. Right now, here's Rick with part one of a message called Amazing Grace. The Bible says that we're saved by grace, that the only way to heaven is the doorway through grace. And if you're going to get to heaven, that's the only way you're going to get there. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. You can't buy it. It's just by God's grace. The Bible says, for by grace you are saved through faith, and even that is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, so no one can boast. If you could work your way to heaven, can you imagine how boring heaven would be? Everybody would be bragging about how they got there. Well, I did this. Oh, yeah, but, but I did this. The Bible says we're just simply saved by grace. But more than that, we're forgiven by grace. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 43, I forgive your sins for my own sake. We don't deserve it, but God says I forgive you. The Bible says that we're sustained by grace. Philippians 2.13 says, God is always working in you to, to give you the will and the power to do what he's called you to do. When not, God will never ask you to do anything that he doesn't give you the ability and the power to do. And that power and ability is called grace. Then the Bible teaches that we're healed by grace. It says that he heals our broken hearts and binds up our wounds. The Bible says we're liberated by grace. We talked about that, how you don't have to live under a uh, the rules and regulations of legalism. Jesus said, come to me if you're tired and weary, and I will give you rest. Not a whole bunch of other chores to do. He says, I will give you rest. And if your Christian life is not a life that says it's a life of resting in Christ, it means that I'm moving back into that legalistic background. The Bible says that we're given talents by grace. God has given us each the ability to do something well, and we're to use it for him. The scripture tells us in Romans 12, the Bible says God uses us by grace, that we're kept saved by grace. And we talked about that, that how you cannot lose your salvation because it's a gift. 
If you worked for your salvation, then obviously the moment you stopped working for it, you'd lose it. If you had to earn your salvation, then the moment you stopped earning it, you'd lose it. But since it's all by grace, it's on the basis of what Jesus did, you'd have to lose it by what he didn't do. But he did it all. The Bible says that he said on the cross, it's finished, it's paid in full. And so he keeps us saved by his grace. The verse there in Jude 1, 24 says, he is able to keep you from falling. You don't have to keep yourself saved. And then we're transformed by grace. The Bible says we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. So the bottom line really is this. It's all by grace. That's the bottom line. Everything that God does in you, everything that God does for you, and everything that God does through you, he does by grace. Listen to this. Robert Louis Stevenson said, There's nothing but God's grace. We walk upon it, we breathe it, we live it, and we die by it. It makes the nails and axles of the universe. Everything is by God's grace. We wouldn't even have our own lives if it weren't for God's grace. But you know, it would be a tragedy if we had gone through this entire series and some of you had still never received it had never really opened your life up to receiving the grace of God. So as we conclude this series, I want to ask again the question, how do I get it? How do I get it? How do I receive the grace of God? Well, the Bible says in three simple words, by trusting Christ. By trusting Christ. God made it so simple that nobody could say it was too hard to understand. It's not, here are 23 steps and four pathways and eight guide roads and, you know, 32 rituals to go through. He just says, by trusting Christ. That's it. That it's as simple as just putting my faith in him. The Bible says this in John 1, 17. Read it with me. The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Now look up here. All of grace, all of what we've just talked about for 10 weeks is wrapped up in a person. He is the source. Grace and truth comes through Jesus Christ. If you don't get it through Christ, you don't get it. Now what's he saying here? He's saying that you don't get God's grace, that's his power and ability to do the right thing, to make it in life, to be sustained, to become what God meant for you to be in the first place. You don't get grace through religion. You don't get grace through ritual, not even baptism or communion. You don't get grace through rules. You don't get grace through religion, rules, regulations. But you do get it through a relationship. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. There's more coming up, so stay with us. If you'd like to connect with Rick on social media, just go to PastorRick.com and click on the links to his Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts. And while you're at it, go ahead and sign up for his free daily email devotional. And if you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has been a blessing to you, feel free to write him at rick at pastorrick.com. If you've been listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope for a while, you've no doubt heard Rick say that the secret to being happy, no matter what, is looking at every experience and circumstance you face from God's viewpoint. That's why we'd like to tell you about the Choose Joy devotional written by Pastor Rick's wife, Kay Warren. Each devotion begins with much-needed encouragement from Scripture. 
followed by Kay's wise words on how to choose joy, minute by minute, if necessary. Kay wraps up each devotion with a short prayer to help bring you closer to the source of all joy, our loving God. If you need to revolutionize the way you look at life's ups and downs, let us send you this beautiful hardcover devotional book as our way of saying thanks for your financial support of Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Call today, 800-600-5004, or visit PastorRick.com to get your copy of this amazing resource. That's 800-600-5004, or PastorRick.com. Thanks so much for your support. When you contact us, remember to ask for the Choose Joy devotional by Kay Warren. There are only 48 hours left to get this life-changing book, so don't wait. Now get this. This is really big news. We're translating our Daily Hope devotionals into different languages. Now to do that, we're working with both professional and volunteer translators. So far, we have an entire year's worth of devotions in Chinese, in Arabic, Russian, Vietnamese, and Indonesian. Isn't that great? And if you'd like a link to one of these translations, just email me, rick at pastorrick.com. Let me hear from you if you speak any of these languages. Here's Pastor Rick Warren. You know, I just want to take a quick second to say thank you. Thank you for listening, for sharing this broadcast, and for your faithful prayers, especially your financial support. God is using you in a mighty way to get the message of hope out to a world that's desperately in need of Jesus Christ. Thank you. When you give to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope broadcast, you're supporting the program that received the Billy Graham Award for Excellence in Christian Communications. This prestigious award was presented to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope by the National Religious Broadcasters, which is the association for all Christian communicators, including film, radio, television, and digital media all around the world. So we are humbled and honored that our peers in broadcast ministry have selected Daily Hope for this award. We're also honored to be associated with the great legacy of Billy Graham. Most of all, we thank you so much for making it possible. Without you, this broadcast would have never happened. Now, let's get back to more great teaching with Pastor Rick Warren. How do I receive the grace of God? Well, the Bible says in three simple words, by trusting Christ. By trusting Christ. God made it so simple that nobody could say it was too hard to understand. It's not here are 23 steps and four pathways and eight guide roads and, you know, 32 rituals to go through. He just says, by trusting Christ. That's it. That it's as simple as just putting my faith in him. The Bible says this in John 1, 17. Read it with me. The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Now look up here. All of grace, all of what we've just talked about for 10 weeks is wrapped up in a person. He is the source. Grace and truth comes through Jesus Christ. If you don't get it through Christ, you don't get it. Now what's he saying here? He's saying that you don't get God's grace, that's his power and ability to do the right thing, to make it in life, to be sustained, to become what God meant for you to be in the first place. You don't get grace through religion. You don't get grace through ritual, not even baptism or communion. You don't get grace through rules. You don't get grace through religion, rules, regulations. But you do get it through a relationship. Look at the next verse. Let's read it. 
Now we rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus Christ has done in dying for our sins, making us friends of God. Now that's what you call having friends in high places, folks. You become a friend of God. How? By becoming in relationship with Christ, his son. Now, circle the word relationship. Because he says that's how we get the grace we need to live. But I also want you to underline the phrase, in dying for our sins. Because that's what we're going to look at tonight as we take communion. It says that this grace came to us because of what Jesus has done in dying for our sins. Now, grace is free. All you have to do is accept it. It's free to you, but it's not cheap. It costs Jesus his life. In fact, grace is the most expensive commodity there is. Jesus died on the cross to pay for it. And Jesus never wants us to forget that. He never wants us to forget the sacrifice that he made so that we could experience the grace of God. So he gave us a reminder. He created a symbol. And tonight we're going to participate in that symbol as we conclude this series. But the Bible says that this is a symbol of what Jesus did so that we could have his grace. What happened when Jesus died on the cross? What really took place when he hung there 2,000 years ago that makes something so significant that we celebrate it and we remember it with a symbol 2,000 years later? When Jesus died on the cross, he did three things. You might want to write these down. Three things Jesus did when he died on the cross. It's not on your outline. Just write it wherever you can and whatever. Number one, he paid the penalty for sin. That means... My penalty for my sin has already been taken care of. It's kind of like getting a get-out-of-jail-free card, if you remember Monopoly. That's what grace is. One day you're going to stand before God, and he's going to say, obviously you blew it from your sins. Somebody has to pay for those sins, either you or somebody else. And Jesus did it. He paid the penalty of sin. And so I can be... You know, forgiven for that. The second thing he did is he broke the power of sin. What that means is Jesus now gives us the power to change the habits and the hurts and the hang-ups in our lives that mess us up. The penalty of sin is paid for, the power of sin is broken, and the presence of sin will be obliterated. One day we're going to go to heaven and there isn't going to be any sin there. And he's guaranteed it because of the cross. It's guaranteed. Now, there's a lot of mystery and misunderstanding about taking communion. Most of us come from many, many different backgrounds. And the question is often, what should be my attitude when I take the Lord's Supper? How should I feel when I remember the death of Jesus Christ? Should I feel guilty when I take communion? Remembering all the sins that I've committed, should I feel guilty? The answer is no. No, communion is not to make you feel guilty. Because communion says, remember Jesus has already paid for all your wrongs. You don't have to feel guilty anymore. That's grace. Should I feel grief? 
Should I feel when I take the Lord's Supper like this is like a funeral and it's something sad as I remember the death of Jesus Christ? Should I feel grief when I take communion? No, because Jesus didn't stay dead. Three days later, after they put him in a tomb, they said, he's back. (laughs) He didn't stay dead. So we don't serve a dead God, a dead Savior. So we don't have to grieve. So we don't have grief. We don't have guilt. What should the attitude be when we take communion? Gratitude. When I take these two elements that symbolize what Jesus did for me, I should be thinking, how could God love me like this? How could God love me this much? You see, the Bible tells us how much he loved us. Look at this verse. The Bible says in 1 John 3, 16, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. He laid down his life for us. That's what we should be grateful for. Now, communion, the Lord's Supper is a symbol, but it's not for everybody. No, it's not for everybody. It's only for believers. It's only for those who've accepted that grace gift. But you can become a believer right now. There's nothing to stop you. And so in just a minute, when we take this, these symbols of bread and juice, and as we remember what they symbolize, I want you to say, Lord, by taking this, in your mind you'll be saying, I believe that Jesus died for me and I accept his grace today. That's what you're saying. I believe that Jesus died for me and I accept his grace today. Near the city of San Juan Campos in Brazil, there's a remarkable facility. It's a prison. And 20 years ago, the Brazilian government turned it over to a band of Christians. And they said, you can run it, and you can run it on Christian principles. And so they cleaned up the prison, and they renamed it Humanita. And with the exception of two full-time staff members, all the work there is done by inmates. Families outside the prison adopt an inmate to do work with during and after his term. Recently, Chuck Colson went and visited this prison. And he says this, When I visit Humanita, I found the inmates smiling, particularly the murderer who held the keys, opened the gate, and let me in. When I walked in, I saw men who were at peace with themselves and with God. I saw clean living areas. I saw people working industriously. The walls were decorated with biblical sayings from Psalms and Proverbs. He said, My guide escorted me to the notorious prison cell that was once used for torture. Today, he told me, that block houses only a single inmate. As we reached the end of a long concrete corridor and he put the key in the lock, he paused and said, are you sure you want to go in? Of course, I replied impatiently. I've been isolation cells all over the world. Slowly, he swung the massive door open and I saw the prisoner in that punishment cell. It was a beautifully carved crucifix by the Humanita inmates. The prisoner Jesus hanging on the cross. He's doing time for the rest of us, my guide said softly. You see, folks, this is what the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus is all about. 
Jesus has served your time. He paid your penalty. He was hung up for your hang-ups. He died in your place. And when we take communion, we remember that Jesus took the punishment that we should have taken. The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 8. You are familiar with the generosity of Jesus Christ. Rich as he was, he gave it all away for us in one stroke. He became poor that we might become rich. You can spell grace, G-R-A-C-E, as God's riches at Christ's expense. That's what grace is. God's riches at Christ's expense. Now, in light of what Jesus Christ has done for us, what should be our response? Look at the verse at the bottom of the front page. So we beg you. Hear the urgency in in Paul's voice. We beg you. Do not let the grace you receive from God be for nothing. What do I owe Jesus Christ? I owe him the rest of my life. I owe him all that I've got. I owe him the past, the present, the future, everything. And so, as we conclude this series, I want to give you three ways you can express gratitude for God's grace. Would you write these down? Number one, I can show my gratitude for God's grace by making my life count. By making my life count. 1 Corinthians 6.20 says this. Don't you see that you can't keep on living however you please, squandering what God paid such a high price for? So let people see God in and through your body. He's saying here, you can't understand the grace of God and just keep on living the same way you've always lived. You can't understand the grace of God and just keep on ignoring his commands or just keep on wasting your time on trivia or just keep on spending your money any way you think you can spend it. You can't do that anymore. You have been bought with a price. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, and our series is called Good News About Grace. If you missed any of today's message, you can listen again whenever it's convenient for you just by going to PastorRick.com. If you've been listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope for a while, you've no doubt heard Rick say that the secret to being happy, no matter what, is looking at every experience and circumstance you face from God's viewpoint. That's why we'd like to tell you about the new Choose Joy devotional, written by Pastor Rick's wife, Kay Warren. Each devotion begins with much-needed encouragement from Scripture, followed by Kay's wise words on how to choose joy minute by minute if necessary. Kay wraps up each devotion with a short prayer to help bring you closer to the source of all joy, our loving God. If you need to revolutionize the way you look at life's ups and downs, let us send you this beautiful hardcover devotional book as our way of saying thanks for your financial support of Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Call today, 800-600-5004, or visit PastorRick.com to get your copy of this amazing resource. That's 800-600-5004 or PastorRick.com. Thank you so much for your support. When you contact us, remember to ask for the Choose Joy devotional by Kay Warren. 
There are only two days left to get yours, so don't wait. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. I love letting you hear some of the letters that we receive every day here at Daily Hope. Here's one uh, from a woman named Bonnie. She says, Dear Pastor Rick, my husband Tom and I both receive your Daily Hope print devotional in our email every morning. Uh, We take turns each day reading the daily devotional. They must read it aloud. And it's a great way to start our day along with our individual daily quiet time. It's been such a blessing and encouragement to us in each of our daily lives. And sometimes I'm able to turn on the podcast and we listen to the broadcast as well. Now, we've both been Christians for a long time, but that daily encouragement from you helps us keep on track and it helps us make our lives so much richer as we follow God every day. So thanks, and may God continue to bless you and use you for many more years to come. Blessings to you, Pastor Rick, Bonnie, and Tom. Hey, thanks for writing, Bonnie. It it always blesses me when we hear that Daily Hope is helping other people grow strong in the Lord. Uh, So just keep it going. And to all of you, God bless you all. Write me when you can. Send in a gift when you can. Pray for us when you can. But be sure to join me next time as we look into God's Word. For our daily hope. If you'd like to let Rick know how much this broadcast has blessed you, please write him at rick at pastorrick.com. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and your generous financial support. Here's Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. When we try to deal with a fin- Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.